step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. Serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Well, they got it right. It's raining outside. Good day to be inside talking some sports, bringing some red hot takes on a Thursday. Five Night of the Fan, live from the Kirkwood Studios, Midday Grind, Martin Kilquin, Charlie Marler here until 1 o'clock. Cardinals pushing it back till tomorrow, thankfully, because this is just kind of a nasty. You, know, you could get through it today, but it would be no fun. It wouldn't be. It needs to be dry for the home opener, just nationwide. People can get in their seats early, watch the festivities, and just relax and watch baseball. This weather would be fine on a Tuesday in late April against the Pirates. We got to play the game. That's fine. Right. It's okay. Feels like Pirates or Reds, right? Yeah. When did the Pirates become <laughs> such a diminished franchise? The other night we were talking about all the strikeouts and how this team strikes out way too much. And Dave Job, our longtime sports producer, said it's not just 17 Ks. It's you struck out 17 times against the freaking Pirates. <laughs> And the Pirates used to be a revered franchise, but now we do use them a lot as sort of the butt of the joke. Oh, the Pirates. Oh, the Pirates. They did have that 25-year gap, I believe, without making it to the playoffs. Maybe it was longer than that. So there is that. But it used to be the franchise of Willie Stargell and Roberto Clemente and World Series titles. And if you ask anybody now, a baseball fan, oh, yeah, crappy, oh, the Pirates. Tuesday night, yeah, that feels like a Pirates game. That used to be a revered franchise. It seems like for about 25 years after that Barry Bonds, Jim Leland, after that Pirates team lost on the on the slide from the Braves that we all see. Sid Bream. Sid Bream. We see that all the time. It seems like the second that play ended, the Pirates were bad for about a quarter of a century. Correct. And that was, in fact, true. Yes. When does Steelers season begin? So the weather's crappy today. Tomorrow's supposed to be beautiful. we got home opener. Looking forward to that. Last night, you had the Cardinals rallying, so you come home with a little bit of a bump, taking two in Pittsburgh, both similar fashion where you fell behind, and maybe we should change our way of thinking, but I'm guessing watching the it's three zip, it's getting later. The gut that's your gut that said, oh, they're going to come back and win was probably a little low, right? Mm -hmm. They just weren't playing great. It just looked kind of like a dud game. Did it not feel a little bit like a dud game? They're not going to rally. Those things happen instead to young homers. 
fader homers. You end up in extras for the second time in the series, and you find a way to win. Maybe that is their M.O. What are they saying now? We get better late, get better in a series, later in the series, whatever their their new jingo. Against the lingo. Pirates, though, not necessarily the Brewers. <laughs> just against the Pirates. So they have a new slogan for every We're series. We're good against Pittsburgh. What's the slogan for San Diego, then? I'm just kidding, by the way. Yeah. Okay, but but exciting to come home at least with a little little bump in your hundred percent. What do you call that? Uh, Hitching your giddy up. There you go. Hitching your giddy up. I do think we always do this, especially at the beginning of the season. It seemed like the sky was falling mm-hmm. after a one in three opening series against a really good Brewers team on the road, and then weirdly, even though I try to look at the the long view. It almost did seem like that Monday game was a must-win. I know that's crazy. That game was so weird with Yachty playing third. It's so early, but I felt like, man, the Cardinals need to win this game. And now you have, and I understand that's nuts to say because it's April 4th, whatever it is. But look what happened. They play the Pirates. They win two extra inning games. They're back for the home opener. They're 500. Everything's fine. This is still a good baseball team. They might be a really good baseball team. But I feel like on Monday, we're like, oh, my God. You're 500 right now with a rotation that's been a big disappointment. And that's a rotation that you still have a lot of confidence in. Flaherty starts tomorrow. Hudson, who pitched last night, closed the game out. And, again, I thought that was just great because Mike Schilt, we've said, oh, you guys like him because he's nice to you. He'll manage outside the box or just kind of non-traditional things are in play. So if you got to get that ground ball, you're like, hey, I'm going to go to Dakota Hudson. And in the past, I don't know that you would see that. No, That's just not his job. It's not his role. It's like, well, whose job is anybody? It's, it's their job to win the game. That's all there. <laughs> that's the only job you have. Do your job is what Belichick said. You had one job. I think we saw a, a second instance of Schilt making a maneuver that you would not have seen in previous years when Matt Wieters pinch hit in the first game in Pittsburgh. Because usually Mike would keep that backup catcher on the bench for as long as possible under emergency circumstances only. And to be fair, I think most managers do yes, that. Yes, yes. But, I mean, he drew the hits batsman, which you're not sure if a pitcher or anyone else gets that, and then that leads to the winning run scoring. Okay, listen. And I love Schilte. You could probably also look at that the other way. You did have Yadier Molina playing third base. And I understand Matt Carpenter got ejected. And look, when I saw Yachty out there playing third, I actually had 100% confidence that he would make a play. God, I wish never, he would have. I've never wanted the ball hit the third right. more in my 100%. life than that. I, I think they got to throw him back out there. Fans <laughs> deserve it. I agree. Especially late in the year if they're out of the playoff picture. <laughs> There's got to be a Wednesday night game, probably against the Pirates, and you put Yachty at third, start the game. And look, Yachty or Molina, he's such a legend and hopefully will be in the Hall of Fame. But wouldn't you like to see I know this is more of a gimmicky thing for like a utility player. At the end of a year, wouldn't you like to see him play every position for one inning? Yes, because I think he could do it. Center fielder, Yadier Molina. 100%. And Ozuna would say, I don't know. If I can do it, he could do it. <laughs> uh, I think you got to do it. Ozuna, by the way, injured but considered minor. He's going to be Injured checked. or bad? <sighs> Slight injury that's being checked out, I believe, today. Also kind of bad. We'll know more tomorrow. Cardinal fans, who do you want in that opening day lineup, Ozuna or Martinez? Part of it is, I think, people have fallen in love with the Jose story. He talks a lot about Venezuela. Happy as hell just to be here. In terms of the optics, he seems to be the polar opposite of Ozuna. He just loves baseball. He's happy to be here. He's going to give it his all, even if he's not doing great. And Ozuna has rubbed people the wrong way, like, immediately. I've never seen a player a month ago. Hey, we got Ozuna? Yeah, he'll be hitting cleanup. 
should have a strong bounce back year. He wasn't bad last year. And within days, people are like, this guy's a bum. I mean, it, I've never seen it happen this quickly. It's amazing how fast the turnaround on Ozuna's public perception has been. It, it's crazy. It's after like a few days, people are like, all right, Ozuna. After the Milwaukee series, they were done with the guy. I think you still you have to have calmer heads here and say, listen, this guy could still be a 25 homer guy. We need him. We're not done with him yet. Although fans, it's fun to sort of pile on, and we pile on on this show. That's kind of what we do. Well, we're, I don't. We're I big don't. old fans ourselves, but I you still want Ozuna back and healthy and playing at his best. But boy, the he's got some work to do to earn their trust back. <laughs> yes. But also, last year plays into this, and you said he might still hit twenty five bombs. Remember, he hit twenty three bombs in a down year last year. I just think that when he was brought over in an off season where you thought maybe Stanton was in play. And then Yelich goes to Milwaukee and wins the MVP. And that was the guy that the Cardinals were supposed to get to be kind of their MVP and bat fourth. And he slugged 550 the year before. And then you saw basically kind of a slightly above average season for a guy you thought was going to be the savior. And, you know, you compared him to Jose Martinez. I actually think Marcel is just as fun-loving as Jose Martinez. But, but, people haven't, year, but I'm saying people don't know that because he doesn't really speak to the media. I'm saying people have gotten to know Martinez personality-wise. Therefore, that's one of the reasons they really like him. And also last year you had the game where it seems like he might have shown up at game time. So you had that issue. And I just think that, look, it's but he been had a, a good, rough he, first week. He couldn't find his sleeve. That's why he, was, he had okay. a really good excuse. It happens. Hey, look, it's happened to me before, so I can't, uh, I can't hate. All right, I don't want to interrupt the show because it feels like we had some really early flow. I think we were off to a strong start. But one of my favorite Are you things, stepping off the mound? This is like a, a, hitter's, a hitter's doing really well, and now you're stepping off the mound to try to screw up his rhythm. I'm sorry. I can't help it, and I, I think you'll support me in this. Are you Ron Culpa getting in the way <laughs> yeah, of Garrett here we Cole go. as he's trying to warm he's gonna, up? He's going to toss out us, Chuck. It'll be Martin and Sally for the rest of the show. But one of my favorite all-time typos. Oh, no. What did I do this the time? the half sheet. Don't look. But when Andy Strickland was here one week, it said Andu Strickland. Strickland. And I'm like, that. oh, he's our favorite Hindu hockey reporter. He'll be with us later this hour. And I'm just scanning today oh, no. some of the things we have to get to. Mind we, you, one of the times you did this then, you made a lot of mistakes afterwards. So no, keep in I, mind, I, I'm the not, karma police is listening. I, I, okay, I'm not, I'm not being corrector guy. Yes, you are. I'm being this is funny guy. <laughs> so we, we'll talk about appliance discounters, big fans, love Fast Eddie's. <laughs> Kennelwood, that's Chuck's favorite spot. Coming up. Uh, Mark Milton is the tax attorney. Could I hit you for my bookie? And then it is says, it my boo. And oh, I nice. thought, is this a dating oh. website that I was not aware of? It's Look, Chuck, look at you. Oh, don't I even did have, do I don't my have boo. Chuck doesn't even have a sheet. Here you go. Oh, you I told him what he had to do. He has to do Kennelwood. I like my that. My boo. And I was looking just as we're having an intense discussion about how the Pirates <laughs> have been terrible for 25 years. I looked down and thought, God, did we sell a new spot called My Boo? Like... Hey, folks looking for love? Get online to my boo. It does sound like a dating site. Maybe 100%. workshop this a little bit. Maybe that could be. That's what my wife calls me. Hey, boo. Is that right? No, she doesn't. But I think a lot of she should. I think a lot of significant others do call their significant other boo. Boo thing. Uh, that's a great topic. Bay. Eight five five two eight two eighty two fifty five. Does your significant other call you boo? And would you support a dating website called my boo? Let's dot start net. one. Let's dot net maybe. Dot net dot org. My Boo with three O's. 
anyway, Hoff, do you agree? That was fun. I'm not yes. picking on you. And I told yes. him the story the other day where I'm MyBoo.com per- is not a website. It's for sale on GoDaddy. How much? For sale. $5.99. You know, it doesn't say what the uh, – I need to contact them. I need to call them. Well, 855-859-4662. Okay. Call right. Danica Patrick. Yep. All right. She's stuff for my. For I feel like she's Go, the face of that. For GoDaddy. Or was. Uh, cards comeback winners. The Blues were comeback pointers. Pointers. Down 3 1 to the Blackhawks. They did tie it up, end up in a shootout, lose to Chicago. So, what does it all mean? Two games to go. And the Blues are now a point behind Winnipeg and Nashville. So, you could still finish in first place. You could still finish in second or third. A lot on the line. Blues back at it tonight. They host the Philadelphia Flyers. They're bad. Bennington in goal. And then on Saturday, you got Vancouver coming to town. Also bad. You could win your last two games. You sit back and watch and see what the others do. So, still a lot to play for late in the year. Unlike last year where there was a lot to play for. That was just to get in, and the Blues choked at that Colorado game end of the year. At least the – I guess the the backup here is that you're in. You know you're in. So it's not a major fiasco if you don't finish well here, but you've got a lot to play for over the next couple of games. And the Chicago games, I could be wrong. It seems like all year – some way, somehow, they either end up in overtime or a shootout. When they played Chicago this year, they were that even. Is this a dumb question? I'm going to ask. No probably. questions are dumb questions, Chuck. I, I do think home ice is important. I'm not sure it's extremely important. And I just feel like the hockey playoffs specifically are so difficult, and it's so long, and it's four rounds, and because it's no longer the one versus eight, you are playing a tough opponent no matter what. And I understand you can look at matchups and say, Dallas has the Blues number, the Blues have been good against Nashville, so on and so forth. Aren't you going to have to beat all these teams anyway? And I know you could say, okay, well, obviously we'd rather win two or three rounds than one. Maybe there's a team that you could beat and another one's a bad matchup. I don't want to say it doesn't matter, what's but I mean, the, they're going to play what's... a really good team no matter what in the first round. The Blues could, could play a seven-game series and lose or win Versus a very good team in the first round, no matter what. So what's the dumb question? That does it really matter? That is does my it, question. And does Hoff, it really matter that much? Hoff is a great stat guy. Mm. I'm going to tell you, take the afternoon off. Okay, perfect. And just do a bunch of... Oh, this isn't taking the afternoon off well, and requiring work. Here, right, you can sit at home and do this, but I need you to crunch some numbers. Because we have this discussion a lot. And there's got to be some numbers to back it up. In what sport is home field advantage the least important Ooh. and in what sport is it most important like what's your your blink would be what football it matters the most i would say college basketball because it always seems like in okay, conference well, about play playoffs and they don't really have home games in the okay but if you're talking about home versus road it seems like in conference play in college basketball teams in in many cases will win that game at home and then lose to that same team at their place right i'm but in playoffs i'm sorry it's I don't know if I clarified. So in playoffs, NBA, NHL, baseball, NFL, which sport, and there's got to be some numbers to back it up, does the home team win more often than not? And I'm I'm guessing it's football. It's I'm just, agreeing with you. NFL. NFL home field seems to matter more. 
Ooh, how about this? This is according to Bleacher Report. This is an article that was published. Now I can take the afternoon no, off. No, no, no. Now already. you don't get the afternoon off. You blew it. You should have waited. <laughs> oh, you blew it. You, should, yeah, you blew it. You should have waited. Is it Great Hockey segment. Bob or Isn't Dr. Isn't that a Rep? segment back in the day? It was. Can we was bring a, that back? That was a Mo Drummond uh, influence. We this, had Robert De Niro saying, you This blew is an it. article dated back to October 2013. So it's dated. But in the 10 previous years, so 03 to 13, here are the percentages. Ooh. Of the home team, of the four major sports, winning a playoff matchup with home court, home field, home ice advantage. The NBA is the big winner, far and away. 73% of teams. Now, granted, this is partly because of seeding. One versus eight, two versus seven win the vast majority of the time. I know there are exceptions to it. Grizzly Spurs, Warriors, Mavericks. But the vast majority of the time, that does skew it a little bit when they're winning nearly every year. Where baseball, football, you have really even matchups yes. right away. Yes. I, I get that. NHL and NFL are tied. 59% of the time, the team with home advantage wins that series. Baseball is nearly a toss-up. 51% of the time. I can the see The team that. with home field advantage wins that series. Because pitching is more important. The pitching yes. matchups, whether it's home versus road, to me are more important. With football... And, and look, you said NBA. The NBA, in so many years, it's so top-heavy. To me, the talent, the talent will play regardless. I mean, right. look how many times the Spurs have not cared about their seeding in past years. LeBron, at the end with the Cavs, no longer cared if he had home court. He knew if they got to the playoffs, they could win. I feel like with the NFL, and maybe this is anecdotal, but if you have the Patriots in Foxborough, cold, are they going to lose that? If right you have on. the Saints, and again, I'm talking not just one game. There was a bad call. But if you're having to play Drew Brees indoors, right, if you're going to have to go up to Lambeau and play Aaron Rodgers in the cold, there are those advantages based on the stadiums as well. All right. I'm going to go home, guys. That My was it? done. Yeah. No, I, I need the afternoon. Okay, no, 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 I it's need 12 the, 20 in the afternoon. I need the last 40 years, okay? <laughs> I didn't clarify what I was looking for. But the NHL, granted, the the Blues, three years ago, the Game 7 against Chicago. Are you winning that game in Chicago? I would want to have to. You did go to Dallas and win a Game 7. But in general, in the NHL, I think the stadiums have become so generic that it's not as intimidating as it used to be. I think those numbers, while really interesting, are skewed by the fact that the NBA's top teams have home court and the top teams are just so much, the one versus eight, they're so much better that they're never going to lose those games. I am so I surprised, think, though, with baseball that it's nearly a toss-up, only because some ballparks are so unique that teams then build their team, their their lineup or even their pitching around that fact. And th that's unique to me. I know this this goes beyond the article itself, but like Houston, the Astros have built their team with right-handed power because of the Crawford boxes. So they know if they just pull the ball, they're likely going to hit a home run, and that makes them so difficult to beat. At Minute Maid Park. Just think last year. Cubs had a tie-breaking game for the division at home against Milwaukee. They lose it. Now they got to play the wild card at home against Colorado. They lose it. Then the Brewers go on to a game seven at home against the Dodgers, and they lose it, primarily because of who pitching. Kershaw ended up coming out of the bullpen <laughs> and slamming the door. But there's a lot of recent examples where it just didn't matter. Hoffman, can I task you with one more one more task, please. How and then you can it? leave. Okay. And again, this You'll might leave, be... like in the next couple of minutes? <laughs> this might be anecdotal. Doesn't it feel like in the past few years that the Predators and Nashville, and maybe it's because they're run, but the Country Buggers with the Titans linemen with their shirts off, 
beer bong and not a catfish. Jeff Fisher in a suite Jeff somewhere. Jeff Fisher up there. They have the country music superstars singing the national anthem. It sure feels like they have a true home ice advantage. I and I wonder if the, the numbers back that the up. The Predators, this is the smallest of sample sizes, though. But they lost game five at home against Colorado. They won game six and won the series. Then went on to lose games one, five, and seven at home against Winnipeg last year in the uh, NHL postseason, losing to the, the Jets in seven games. What about the year before, though? Didn't they get to the final? Yes. I have to click on the link and they first, raised though, to get the, the banner because they were what the Western champions. Western. Is that what it was? <laughs> uh, the year before games three and four against Chicago, they won. They won all home games against the Blues. They lost just one home game against Anaheim and lost just one home game against Pittsburgh. That being the last game of the Stanley Cup Finals, which I don't recall the circumstances. I do remember though a goal maybe being taken away from Nashville. There was a bit of a controversy at the end of that game. Nonetheless, they still lost. And there you have it. There you have country it. Country buggers, baby. Country buggers. I love those numbers because it's fun. We usually throw in our opinions. Every once in a while, it's nice to roll out some facts. People love this stuff. People, People driving love, around. People love this love stuff. They love facts. They love pitching probables. They love central standings. I'm convinced of this, and I don't care if everyone disagrees with me. Hey, did you guys hear today? Martin and Charlie, they were reading Larry Heisel's career stats. I love when they do that. What it's about Ben Ogilvy? Then you just start Career going. earnings? By the way, last Thursday in Milwaukee. Gorman Thomas, former Brewers, running around. And so our photographer at Fox 2, Adam Buckeye, is a younger guy. He said, oh, he's, he was on the Brewers. I said, well, Gorman Thomas was a really popular Brewers player. Wasn't an all-star type, but he was a, you know, was a home run hitting strikeout guy. I said, you know, the famous Bruce Suter moment, 82, World Series. That's a winner. He's That's also cool. an actor. Gorman Thomas striking out. He's an actor? He was in Major League, wasn't he? No, it's Pete Vukovic, not Gorman. Those two, mm. people get those two mixed okay. up. They're both. They kind of look slobbish. The no mustache. Offense, but never mind. No offense, guys. <laughs> no Sorry, offense. you're listening. So, Adam, did you know by the way, Gorman Thomas lives in Godfrey, Illinois? <laughs> I was joking. Does he? Albert Bell joke. Never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. So Gorman <laughs> is standing there. He's doing all these. He works for the team, and he's doing these live reports. Chuck asleep. He had the opportunity to do live reports at 6 a.m. at <laughs> Miller Park. And Adam said, who is a Cardinal that he would compare to? And I said, wow, that's really good because we don't have this former, like, slugging strikeout guy. I couldn't think of a home run hitting 200 average type hitter. But the basis was, had about a 10-year career, very popular, but wasn't quite an all-star type. So I'm racking my brain. I come up with nothing. A little later, I'm in the press box at Miller Park, and I see the commish, Rick Homa. And this is what I do. I annoy people that have better things to do. With sure. Frank does questions. the same thing with the commish, too. They'll we'll ask him. Yes. Or, or you don't text the commish, you call him. I will say. He doesn't text. Some of my stupid topics, it bothered me that the Brewers had unveiled their Central Division banner with very little fanfare. I thought that was stupid, and I thought I was the only one was bothering me, and maybe I was, but right before game time on Thursday, Mosaic Texan said, <laughs> Banner's still not covered up. See? People people like this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're going to text him tomorrow and say, Banner's still not covered up? Oh, wait, you didn't raise one. Oh, too soon? So I went up to the commission. I said, who's a comparable to Gorman Thomas? If you, if you go to baseball reference. <laughs> I'm there right now. But but they're going to be a bunch of sluggers. Like Dante Bichette. Nah, that's probably too good a comparison. But 225 batting average, career 324 on base, 448 slug for a 772 
OPS, twice led the league in strikeouts. I believe, though, twice led the league in homers. Okay, so he, a couple of years, hit like 40 homers. Yeah. He was just, I loved him when I was a little kid. He was a slugging machine. But they're, the comp that I'm looking for is well-liked by fans but wasn't an all-star, not necessarily stat-wise. And the commish, within like two seconds, he goes, um, maybe Ken Overfell? And I thought, that's not bad because he was here for about 10 years, was a really good player, popular player, has, still has a good name in town, but wasn't quite an all-star. And I thought, that's why the commish is a Hall of Famer. He literally, in seconds. And we're not talking about batting style, not talking about career statistics. That's a different category. The Cardinals really don't, I guess, statistically, because I look at Gorman Thomas' Have a guy numbers, like that. Quite like that, because this guy was batting 225 and still hitting... 30 home runs, like in 1983, 84 ish. Yeah, he hit 239, 38 home runs, 244. I'm, I can't find a player. I can. Who was batting two. Uh, there's Matt the Carpenter. Now, here we go. Now, listen. Jed Jerko maybe now, qualifies from a statistic one, but not loved. I just went to baseball reference where they do similar batters. Do, now, people, do people like this stuff? People 855 282 People love this. Ron Gant. Now, this guy Ooh. only played for the Cardinals, I believe, one year okay. recently. But in terms of the player, Mark Reynolds, Moss. Mark Reynolds, baby, oh, yeah, Mark Reynolds. Mark Reynolds is the second similar batter to Gorman Thomas behind Jesse Barfield. He, he guessed had, uh, fastball a lot. Mark Reynolds did. You have Chris Davis, Carlos Pena, Tony Armas, Jose Cruz, Mike Napoli, Bob Allison, the great Dean Palmer, former Tiger, and another former Tiger in Rob Deere. So, Rob, yeah, Rob, Rob Dezier. Rob, Rob, not Rob Dezier. News anchor. STL Hillside. In <laughs> Richmond, Virginia. Getting married, by the way. Congrats. Getting married, Good by for the him. Way. Love, I love Rob Dezier. Let's get Rob Deere and Rob Dezier in studio on the same day. That would be a coup. <laughs> Rob Deere also played for the Brewers. It was their kind of guy. Oh. They just always had guys who Beer, would strike. softball. It is funny how Milwaukee, to their credit, like their good teams are all just kind of the same. They all just mash. Yes. Like all, and I know for the Brewers, it is not many teams because they had some some dark days where they weren't very good. But the '82 team, the '08 team, the '11 team, last year's team, this year's team, the offenses are all <laughs> the same. They just hit a lot of homers. Last side note: there was a bar called Stormin' and Vooks. This is a Gorm- Cardinal uh, market, but we're talking Brewers. <laughs> Gorman Thomas. People like this. <laughs> People like this. When I was a student at Marquette, you went to the you went south. To Marquette? Went to the what south side, and there was a total like Hoosier bar. Just total Hoosier. It was called Stormin and Vooks. And these guys, I think, were still in the league, but they were known to show up there. <laughs> Probably more so in the off season. And it was one of those places you get like a two dollar pitch or whatever. Stormin and Vooks, in honor of because those two often got confused. I believe. But like the '80s Cardinals and today's Cardinals are two very different teams. The '80s Brewers and today's Brewers, from an offensive standpoint, are. Identical, but Yelich would need to grow a beard and add some fat. Okay, yes. and I I want that. Yes, I was just gonna you say. Want that. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> now listen, I'm about to be 37 years old, so I grew up with baseball. You had the steroid era. All these athletes are fit. Everybody trains well, year round. Okay. Marcelo's we, okay. We've got some. All right. Examples. How about this? 96 percent of them, whatever they train year round. It doesn't seem like, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure some people still do, but like I. I yearn for the beer drinking, the sure. beer guts, the facial hair, the guys that look like they're plumbers in the offseason. I say that with love. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the 70s, the uniforms. Yes. Is there a team that personifies These that guys now? now, they look all like they're jacked. 
They have personal trainers. They're millionaires. It's great. But I mean, like, it seemed like it was more fun. Back okay, so day. we have. I have two stories now for the two fucks. The first story is Chuck going around the Blues locker room and asking whether or not the wrist is a lower body because when you put your arm next to your body, the wrist goes below the waistline. Now what I want you to do is go around and talk to Cardinal trainers and ask why players aren't portly anymore and drink more beer. But you're talking about Gunnarsson, right? I brought this up with Kerber. I said I wanted clarification. He basically said the upper body, lower body thing is so silly that they – Need to get away from He's that. hoping that the influx of gambling will maybe force teams to be a little more specific in what's bothering players. But upper gambling body, is good. Yes. Upper body, wrist, because it's part of the the arm. Okay, but. But if you have really short arms, it's definitely upper body. If you have long arms, it becomes lower body. But that doesn't work that way. Except for I went to <laughs> no. transactions, and it was listed as a lower body. And that's Are why you serious? I brought that up. Yes. I think they were confused. All I'm saying is, did you write up the transaction thing? Several publications. I went to several websites and the transaction page for the St. Louis Blues, and it said lower body. But they all they hide all those injuries, which is fine. You don't want other teams going after your players. Oh, but we don't think that happens anymore. We just we just clarified in the eleven o'clock hour. Now you're reversing it. We're going backwards now. But there are times where I feel like maybe not our teams. But don't they sometimes try to maybe hide a concussion and say it's something else? I do think that? a concussion is the one example where maybe you want to be a little careful about putting it out there. Uh, MyBoo.net is where you can meet the love of your life. <laughs> love MyBoo. You, you can also go, we're going to get the sales team. Like, Did you guys add an account in MyBoo? Hey, they canceled on us. What happened? MyBookie.ag. You can still gamble on the uh, NCAA tournament. You've got games this Saturday in Minneapolis, Texas Tech, and Michigan State. Chuck will probably put a little money on Sparty. A little emotional buy there. You also have Auburn and Virginia. National Championship on Monday. Hockey playoffs. Baseball. You can gamble on baseball. NBA every night. NHL. I mean, come on now. Is the uh, WNBA going right now? Summer? Is that after the NBA sure. finishes, I feel yeah. like? Chuck likes we'll to check, wager. check that. The point is... Did you gamble on the AAF? I did not. Okay. okay. Not I actually all. said you did yesterday. I, I have. I, I, listen. I guessed. I have gambled on the WNBA before. How about, I've gambled on the CFL before. No, the, the worst part was he was gambling on the WNBA, and he said, ooh, it's the Connecticut team. They play at that casino. It's a good home court. <laughs> he had like a breakdown. <laughs> did you see Diana Taurasi at the end of that it. game? Of why... Yeah, I like Loba to go off for a big game tonight. Uh, she's like think, 52 years I don't old. Think she's, <laughs> hey, Cynthia Koopa, she's a good one. Is that Cheryl Swoop still in the league? <laughs> Cynthia Koopa. <laughs> uh, what's the point? MyBookie.ag. <laughs> it's a good life. With page. fast payouts. The point is everybody likes gambling. It makes your life more fun. You can do it online at MyBookie.ag. And if you've got a dog, uh, well, he's probably a little depressed because there's a baby and you're not as important as you used to be, so you need a place to go. Kennelwood Pet Resorts and Kennelwood wants me to tell all of our beautiful listeners about Invisible Fence of St. Louis. They're going to be at the St. Charles Home Show this weekend at the St. Charles Convention Center, Friday through Sunday. They will be giving away, how about this, a free Invisible Fence brand pet containment system at the show. Those things, they're reasonably priced, but that is a, a nice prize right there. So stop by. It's booth 2110. 2110 and enter to win. They have invisible fence. It's fantastic. We have it as well at our house. And it's so nice to be able to just let your pet out there. If it's raining, you have the the peace of mind. Otis is safe. God, who invisible puts their dog out in the rain? What a brand. terrible person. No, I'm saying 
They can go out there and play. You don't have in to worry rain. about that. I mean, I they can't smell. go out there, but you can go out there. Listen, I took him for a walk today as well. Many times he has to go to the bathroom and all that. You put the collar on, he's safe. It's all good. The peace of mind is valuable. Plus, if you're headed to the Cardinals games this weekend, don't leave your pet cooped up at home. Take them to Kennelwood. Throw them outside. For some fun of their own. Day camp or boarding, Kennelwood, the hometown team, St. Louis. Trust for boarding, grooming, day training, and doggy day camp. And Martin, this week, we had chimney people working at the house. So we took We get Otis. it. You have a fireplace. We took Otis to Kennelwood for a few days to let him have fun, get groomed, day camp, so he wasn't bugging. Our chimney worker. Kennelwood has the task of uh, grooming our dog before his theatrical debut tomorrow night. Oh, whoa, I forgot about whoa. that. I, I missed out on You this. weren't here I'm, for this. I'll, I'll need an update The family this. dog is in a production of Annie this weekend where my wife works. Wow. They needed a dog, and I guess he was volunteered. He's been at rehearsal all week. He has another one today. Wow. These dogs are living the life. They really are. Mike Claiborne's dog stayed at Kennelwood yes. while he's at spring training, and Frank says it's always one of the more emotional days of the year, probably happening right about now. Claves reuniting with his dogs. Thanks to Kennelwood for taking good care of them. And when we come back, a little take it to the bank. You can text in. Folks are probably firing off. Love when you talk Larry Heisel. Mm -hmm. Love the Gorman Thomas dog. 855-282-8255 is the text line. And Triad Bank wants you to take it to the bank. Give us your bold opinions, huh? Should we start myboo.net? A lot of important topics out there. Triad Bank is located in Frontenac. They're one block west of Lindbergh on Clayton Road. You can find them on the web at triadbanking.com. Started in St. Louis in 2005. It's real simple. You want to get a loan done, you want to expand your business, make sure you're talking to folks who are based here in St. Louis. That's what Triad Bank is all about. St. Louis people running this operation day in, day out. really is the neighborhood-friendly bank. If you're not happy with the customer service you're getting, stop by and see them at Triad Bank. Easy to get to right off Highway 40 and Lindbergh. Triadbanking.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.